0: We can go to Todd McClay, who's National Spokesman for Trade and Export Growth, on this question of our diplomatic representation, or lack of it now, at the Winter Olympics in China. This is about human rights issues, and a couple of other countries have said, no, no we're not uh, sending any diplomats following this very murky situation around the tennis star Peng Shui, and Tom McClay is with us this morning. Good morning. Tim, Good morning. Is it the right move to uh, impose this sort of diplomatic, well, it's a snub, isn't it, uh, on China?
1: Well, look, the, the, the point I was making yesterday following the Select Committee is that it's not at all clear what the government's position is. Let me first say that, uh, you know, National uh, are very strongly Uh, views uh, human rights as an important issue. And secondly, on every occasion when I was Trade Minister, I travelled to China and subsequently in opposition, when we met with Chinese representatives, we've raised this as a concern. But we had uh, uh, two days ago the Deputy Prime Minister, Grant Robertson, saying it's not a diplomatic boycott because of covid uh, and a few other things he said but because of COVID mm. diplomats and ministers would not be travelling to China but yesterday in the select committee the trade minister said it was a diplomatic boycott for okay. um four reasons and so what i'm asking the government to do is is to recognize one it's a very important trading relationship we have all the 20 billion dollars worth of exports uh, to china but they need to clarify the situation because we know with china whenever there's uncertainty actually uh, things can go in the wrong direction so there either is a boycott or there isn't but they need to clean it up really really quickly so everybody including exporters and the public know where we stand
0: all right, say in a couple of years you're the Minister and we've got a Games coming up and we've still got all these <laughs> questions. Uh, how are you going to handle
1: this? Yeah, well, that's a really good uh, question. Look, we, we don't get um, the advice that the government does. And, uh, you know, very happy to sit down with the government and look that's at that. That's avoiding come... the
0: question. That's... No, no, no,
1: <laughs> coming, I, it's not at all. I'm coming to it. The reason for that is actually, uh, you've seen the Deputy Prime Minister has the advice take one position and the Trade Minister take another. Although in... in um, in uh, Damien O'Connor's defence, he couldn't remember if he was at the meeting and might have been overseas. Look, New Zealand uh, has an independent foreign policy, uh, and uh, we very clearly have a view of things that happen in the world. We need to raise these things directly with countries anywhere in the world when there are problems. In this instance, uh, you know, uh, we start to see some of the countries very closely aligned with take a political position. The government would have to weigh that up and certainly, uh, you know, make it very, very clear to China or any other country where we think that there are problems 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 with human rights and we've done that before. In this case though, and it's not a cop out. In this case we don't have the advice that they have to make the decision. All I'm doing is calling on them to either release the advice or at least have a very clear position so that we know where we stand, we as an export country.
0: How far are you prepared to let China go in terms of uh, general policies? Human rights, we don't expect any immediate improvement on that uh, level, do we? But what about the expansionism that's going on? Uh, To what extent does that trouble you and does that uh, make you think, okay, we don't want to be so reliant on just this one big
1: customer? Yeah, so you're right, we can't be reliant upon any one country. In fact, when we were in government, we had a policy to start to look to, you know, to to have more trade-offs where we were at the forefront of the queue and we... You know, I turned up in the UK to say we want to trade deal with you. The very, very first days after their Brexit vote, we've spent a lot of time in the EU. The government continues to do that. It is a reality for every single country of the world. China is their their largest market, uh, and so uh, you know we need to be very, very mindful. But it's not a matter of how far we would let China go. Uh, we need to be very, very strong to the principles that New Zealand stands for when it comes to anything that you've called expansion. Others have a different word for to make that you clear an international Mm. forum directly with them. New Zealand's always been very, very good at that. But the reason uh, we are respected on the world stage is we come to clear principled positions and we avoid confusion. And look, some people will think this isn't important. But in the, the last four years of this government on two other occasions when there has been confusion over points or their position with China actually things have flurried and got carried away that's why they need to clarify this position not only for ourselves and so China you know knows what New Zealand's position is but equally for some of the countries we're more closely aligned with around the world you know the government either has a, a restriction and ban in place or it doesn't or it doesn't so deputy, yeah. or it doesn't the deputy prime minister says they don't the trade minister says they do and actually i noticed in the media today diplomats have applied for accreditation to the beijing Games. so nobody actually knows what's going on it just needs to be clarified it needs to be cleaned up really quickly
0: tom mcclay is national spokesman on trade and export growth